Welcome to the Learn the Game podcast with the crew, the Remontada. Stay tuned for more content. Learn the game, respect the game, we're back again. Hi guys and welcome back to Learn the Game podcast. This is Bolu Fashi again and just as promised, we're bringing you guys more content. Hope you guys enjoyed the first episode and just like we discussed, lots of changes, um, lots of different things. So in this episode, unfortunately, we don't have any of the three founding members, but I do have three of the best tactical minds out there. Trust me, um, this episode is going to be fun. We're going to be previewing the Premier League season. Prem is upon us. So um, if you guys want to introduce yourself, guys, you know, let's start with you. Uh, Gaziam, uh, resident of Man City fan. <laughs> yeah, glad to be here. Uh, Divine, tell the people who you are. Um, Divine, tactical genius. Um, let me just point it out that last year I went on the group chat and I told you guys that I've created a new role called fourth center back, where the center back pushes up. And you guys clowned me. A year later, Pep did the same thing. You guys are hyping him up. Nigga won a treble. Let me just point it out, that I created that position before Pep did, and you guys clowned me. Damn, that was you, nigga? That was me. This is all fact. Like, there are actual receipts there, man. Like, we can actually just pull up the chat and post it on, like, I don't know, maybe Twitter or something for the fans to see, but I actually did this. I love to love to see it. I love to see it. Okay. And Dabs. <laughs> Dabs, tell people who you are. No, um, I'm Dabs, man. I'm not a tactical shot. I'm more into like player performance, player development kind of stuff. Oh, um, fuck. But I'm a resident. I'm not a resident Chelsea fan. I'm a resident clearly capital fan. So anything clearly <laughs> more Chelsea, Chelsea on that 13s or that 14s, that's, that's, that's me. Yeah. Because this double he's guy, he's already, he's already gone. But I'm not a tactical. I'm more of like a player performance development guy. That's why I came what? about. I don't. What, what does that Divine, mean? Divine, do you have do you have your you have your FL license, Divine? So you it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, fair. It doesn't fair enough. Sense. Like, going to I, like. I was about. I was about to say, <laughs> about to say that point. That point. You were too humble with that intro, man. You should have told us. Like, I don't want to give away too much. Well, yeah, man. Just <laughs> like I said, three of the best tacos out there. Um, City fan, Chelsea, Claire Lake. Let me just point out, Claire Lake fan, and United fan. So you know this should be interesting. Please inf- inform the general public um about Claire Lake for those that don't know Abeg. Yeah, so for those that don't know, Claire Lake is the on serious group that <laughs> Chelsea, owns Chelsea Football Club, and I've been trying to buy all the youngsters in Europe, trying to form ahead of the call, but they're really. Wait, before I came on this call, you said you're a moderator. Divine said I should inform them what clearly is. That's all I'm doing. I'm explaining. All right, all right. Don't say like that. Like, should I go? No, 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 no. Chill, chill, all chill. Right. All right. But anyway, into serious business. So last season was really interesting. Um, we had City winning the treble. And so, sorry, I didn't get that. What did you say? Guys, I'll start with you. Guys, <laughs> what, 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 what did you say? Okay, we had we had City winning the treble. We had City winning the treble. I know, ah. I know, I know you love to hear it. I know you love to hear it. But 
new season. And guys, I'll start with you because I feel like let's just let's okay, let's get one thing clear. Um, Man City are the favorites. We know that. I'm not going to argue with that right now. I'm sure Dapa and Van will have their piece to say about it. But guys, so why expectations for City going into the season? And I don't want any of that humble shit. Like, just tell me what you expect from City. I expect another treble. Actually, let's just stick to Prem. What are you expecting from City in the league? Do you feel any of the teams close? To, uh, any of the teams closer to you get closer to you guys than they were last season in terms of like Arsenal, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, and basically, are you expecting a tougher title race this year? But yeah, tell the people what you feel about Chelsea City going into the season. Um, I'm confident like I am every year. We're going to compete. We're going to be at the top, you know, thereabouts or the top. Uh, I think teams have a better chance of competing this year. I think last year, um, Arteta came very close to Arsenal. They improved. So we're not going to hear, oh, Rob Holden played or, you know, now it's going to be Timba or, you know, Kiro. I don't even know. But, you know, they've improved. I think this is Ten Hag's second season. They've added players. They've gotten rid of, you know, that captain. All the deadwood. They've, you know, Greenwood might even be back. Who knows? <laughs> but hey, uh, guys, 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 guys. Let me stop that. We don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't talk about. We don't talk about such mm-hmm. names on this kind of show. So, hey, hey, hey. bleep, bleep, bleep me, bleep me. Don't worry if the if the guy returns. I'm not even calling the guy. If the guy returns, <laughs> you're gonna have to. Let's see, sir. Okay, so guys, you touched you touched a bit on Arsenal there. Um, so obviously they bought the Clarence for hundred million, Boyan Harvard for about seventy million. Do you think those signings are enough? And actually, let me let me let me put this towards that point. That point in terms of what Arsenal have done this season, do you think that? is enough for them to actually put up a better title challenge than what they put up last season with Man City. Do you think those signings have elevated them? Like, what do you think those signings have done for Arsenal? Let me just say this first of all. Like, me personally, I, I gamble a lot on sports. So I'm going to give you guys my best bets right now. For, I'm, going to give you guys, I'm going to give you guys mostly college football throughout the season, but I'm going to give you one for ball now. If you take Arsenal to win the league right now at plus 500 and you bet 100 bucks, you make 500. That's that's the that's the returns now. But to answer a question more directly, I think Arsenal are going to win the league. Like, this is never trying to be fake deep. I just feel like in professional sports, like to think you can win three in a row, then win treble, and then come back next season and win again, I just don't think that's gonna work. I feel like just from a pride sport like point of view, like on paper, like yeah, must have a better team than Arsenal. I don't think that's close as most, most Arsenal fans think, but I just feel like Throughout the course of the season, that's not going to want it more. They've been there before, so to say, like they lost the big last season. I think they're going to want it more this season. And I, if I'm to bet, I'm actually going to take this Arsenal hundred bucks to win the league bet. Um, I'll bet Arsenal to win. Not not because they have the better players than City, but they have to want it more than City at this point. Like, they've spent like what two fifty million. The boy backup keeper that apparently is a top six keeper in the league, so they have two keepers in top six in the league. They have rice. They have pate. They have. They, all the go, they, could, they can only play. They can only play one keeper at a time. That's- no, I'm just saying that to emphasize the ambition. Like for them to feel like, okay, we have turned out, but want something better in just in case. Like we want to be ready for any scenario. I I think from a pride point of view, like Arsenal are going to win this season. Now, if they don't win, I won't be surprised. But I I'm backing them to win it. 
I mean, fair enough. So <clears throat> you definitely think the signing they've made has improved them. So divine. Um, one thing Arsenal had last season was. I mean, they had Europa League, but they clearly didn't really take it that seriously. They were playing a lot exactly. of their second string. So, and now this is in their back in Champions League. You know, th- throughout last season, I kept on saying it, that w- the reason I was one of those guys that hopped on the Arsenal bandwagon really early. And it's not like because I like Arsenal. It's just what I was seeing with them, the way they were playing and factoring in the way they were technically just playing one competition because I felt they never took the Europa League seriously. This season is going to be different. Like, you can't rotate with the Champions League. This is the first time Arsenal are going back to the Champions League, I think in about, what, six years, right? So yeah. they have to actually take it seriously. They're not just going to play, you know, their second string player. I know people are talking about their depth, but like, who's Saka sub? Do they Fabio have one? Fab- really? Is that, what, is that what we're doing? And mind is you, this, right? Shima- no, no, wait. Who who is the sub to a lot of teams' best players? Like, yeah. What do you mean, Saka sub? Who is KDB sub? Yeah, who who Salah it, sub? It, it's not. No, you, you, wait. You, you guys didn't let me land now. But look, the problem with Arsenal is we saw how one injury wrecked their whole season. One injury. What what injury? Just wrecked one injury. The Saliba injury now, because no, literally Arsenal bottled it. Saliba bottled it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't. I'm one of the. I still don't understand what happened to Arsenal. You know, but that's something we have to factor in. The only thing that was missing from their first half of the season and the second half was literally Saliba. I'm not saying he's the he's the major fact. He's the he's the he's the main fact or the only factor. But it looks like that was the major reason why. And if you factor that in, if they get another injury to one of their key players, Saka. Odegaard, um, Saliba, all these names you're calling, I don't see them coming in and making a difference. Mind you, what we're talking about is winning the league. I'm not talking about them finishing second. I'm not talking about them making it to knock out, uh, the knockout stages uh, Champions League. I'm talking about them winning the league. I know what City can do when KDB goes down. I trust in City. I, I, I've seen it. They've done it time and time again. Like, I just... Trust me, I love Arsenal. I love what Arsenal did last year. Like I said, I hopped on the bandwagon really early, but this season is going to be different. And one thing about Prem, teams adjust. You you don't just hack it and everybody just lets you you are teams adjust to you know whatever you're doing, and you have to find a way to refresh it. That's what City have always tried to do. If it's not bringing in top level talent, it's switching up the tactics. You know, I don't think Ateta is on that pep level. There, there are just so many things that, that is going against them for me that I can't just put them ahead of City. Now, I understand that the fatigue with City, it could be a factor as well, but they're going to bring in players that are hungry. I still think there are some players in that club that have something to prove, one of them being folding. You know, like, I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I just still see City. And by, at the end of the day, Talent matters, and the level of talent at City literally, City could stroll into the pitch and beat his top six side on their on a bad day. So, divine in terms of <clears throat> okay, you mentioned something now, stuff to prove, but wouldn't you say? I mean, the same thing we asked now. Wouldn't you say those players to have something to prove because they literally lost the way they lost the title? I think for them was also painful. So, wouldn't you say they are even hungrier to like prove? Like you just said, Foden has something to prove. So, wouldn't you say? Arsenal and Ateta have something to prove even more coming into this. Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, I, I get Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, they have yeah, of course they have some, but at the end of the day, they don't still match up to City. Like passion can only drive you so far. You still need quality. It's about passion. We had Fred, man. I don't think anybody had more and passion that but it can only get you so far. You still need quality. City have arguably one of the best center backs in the world, arguably one of the best defensive midfielders in the world, arguably one of the best creative attacking midfielders in the world, and arguably one of the best strikers in the world. I don't think that's arguably. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be nice. Like, because oh, yes. <laughs> you guys lost Gunnarhan this summer, I think that you guys also lost Mares. You haven't necessarily replaced the Rose Bowl players offered. So would you say, in that regard, would you say City are not as strong as they are going into the season? Of I mean, course. that's everything Ivan just of, mentioned. Yeah. Of course. I think one, we're definitely not as strong losing Gondohan and Mares. Like, I think... I agree. We're talking about, like, we're talking about, like, if certain players get injured. Like, if... Kovacic is injured right now, by the way. Like, news is coming out that he got rushed to the hospital today. Um, God forbid something happens to De Bruyne and maybe he aggravates his injury. Kopama is a starter for City. So that was like, I guess, emphasizing the point of like, until we sign or replace maybe someone like Mares or just sign another another midfielder or winger where it's like, okay, now that, you know, KDB is out, Kovacic is out. You're talking about the same Jaco that's going against us now this weekend. That's yeah, it, he's... Yeah, the same Kopama. Do you know this weekend was probably the first time a lot of people saw what Kopama looked like? Like, let's let's be let's be honest. Like, a lot of people didn't they don't know don't know who he is. So it's from like it's from everything I'm getting. So Divine doesn't think Arsenal is going to win the league, and City are definitely favorites. Dapo has Arsenal, and I told you guys to bet wherever you see the odds are right now. And guys, well, you're a City fan, so I'm not. I don't even know if I want to ask you this. No, I think I think if we have a healthy season, we should win. But like I said, like Kovacic is out now. One injury to KDB, and we're playing in six competitions this year, or, or five. I don't even know. But like we're playing fair enough. We're playing fair enough. We're playing a lot. We're, we're playing a lot of games this season. Like Rodri just came out complaining about starting fifty-seven or how many games. Like these guys don't get breaks. They're making the matches longer. Like if. If there's ever a season where we need like depth, like it's this season. Don't get me wrong, we have as many centre backs. We start four centre backs, so we should even have eight, in my opinion. But in that those midfield areas, like up top, we're fine. But in the midfield, whether it's yeah. winning as well, like we're very thin. We lost Gondohan and Mares. I like yeah, I agree. I the Mares and. Um, Gondogan, first of all, you know how, more, how highly I read Gondogan. Like, I always thought he was an exceptional, like, high, top-level talent. So losing him and losing Mares, big deal. You cannot replace them. This is the one time Pep could have, could have actually said, uh, we, we can't replace him and, and it would have been true. Because I don't think there's anybody out there that can replace Gondogan at the moment. Like, that's, I, that's I think he's that, he's, that, he's that brilliant. I definitely agree, I, with, that. I definitely agree yeah. with that. So you, you just have to find players that can come in and do certain um, facets of the game that uh, the style of play that Gundogan had. Maybe this one can bring something. This one that Paqueta and Kovacic mix them together. They'll form your you know your your replacement for him. But the core is still there, bro. 
I, the core is still I think, I think there. What, like, what, what guys is trying to point to is more or less the depth with the squad. They're definitely not as strong in depth. And yeah. I can see his obviously they lost two of their best players and they haven't necessarily replaced them. So but I mean transfer window is still open, so we'll see. But I, I just I don't yeah, think yeah. it's two 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 signings, two signings and it, it won't match up to the quality you lost, but I think it, sh- it should be enough, especially if you're talking if the if the if the issue here is depth. Because let's say you get Paqueta and the winger they are linked to is Olise. I think that matches up no, well to whatever Ma- you consider. Max City is getting is getting one player. It's either going to be Paqueta or we're not going to sign Paqueta and sign a right winger. And sign a right winger. Unless some unless but, someone goes. Unless like let's say hypothetically Copama goes the other way to West Ham. Then maybe, but like as the squad is now, it's just going to be one. Like 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 you said, the drop off is ridiculous. Like right wingers. Yeah, the the, the drop off is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, Olise has been the best name Bro, I've seen. Jeremy. When like, I saw Jeremy when Jeremy I saw Doku, I was like, yeah, yeah this is not City like, Man. A black winger? Yeah, Hell think... nah. <laughs> How about Ryan? Respect, <laughs> respect Ryan Sterling. No, but this I is think... not City Man. Uh, where is he right now? You niggas moved him away. <laughs> nah, moved him away. Moves and all, all these guys wanted to leave, but yeah, so Paqueta maybe Fodun plays are wide, plays on the right, or if covers for Bernardo, Foden and Copama can cover for Bernardo, and maybe there's more. Yeah, okay, rich people problems. We get it. We get it. As in, literally, rich people problems. Oh, yeah, bro. enough. So enough about enough about City for now. Like the 18 other teams in the Premier League. But Dapa, I want to pose this one to you. So, okay, we've we've heard your thoughts on Arsenal and City, and I think we can all agree that those are probably the two strongest teams going into next season. So. Do you guys think any other team in the league, at least out of the top six, like the big six anyways, do you guys think any of those teams have made a jump in terms of like transfers? But let, let me start with Daps. Like, what do you think of other big six teams and what can they do? To- let, me, let me just, let me just, let me just ask that question real quick. Me, I have Chelsea, like, I think the one team I can't predict this season, Chelsea, for the simple reason, like, I feel they have a lot of quality, but me personally, I don't know much about Poch. So I don't try. I don't like. I don't trust him yet. But if like, if you tell me, Poch is going to deliver like even eighty percent of what he did as Spurs that season, they were good. Then Chelsea are going to really shock people. Like I, I, I think the team has a lot. Of, like right now, Chelsea odds are like well, probably like plus sixteen hundred. That's after some cuckoo's injury, without the addition they're going to add before the end of season. But let's say Chelsea end up on like, like plus one thousand to come fifth. Maya plus nine hundred. Like we said, Maya never that far off from Chelsea. Like, I don't see a reason why Chelsea can't finish third. And if Arsenal, for some reason, dropping quality, why Chelsea can't even finish second? But I have, right now, my, I would say right now, based on what we're seeing right now, I have Chelsea coming fifth. But by the end of the window, I might be as confident as having Chelsea coming second third, based on what Arsenal did. So, Divine, he said he doesn't think United are that far off. How do you feel about our statement? Well... I don't know, man. United uh, is a very hard team to to read at the moment. Like, I I I like the signings, you know, Onana, Mount, um, Rasmus Hoyland, You know, love the player, but at the end of the day, young, unproven. Can I really count on him? You know, to be to have like a major impact? You know, compared to like someone like Hoyland, I'm so, sorry, Haaland or. Uh, See how their name goes. 
I'm getting it mixed up now. Is is one of I I, I think uh you know they could be there at some point during the season, but you know Ten Hag likes to play his his you know his best eleven every every competition. So I think that will end up having you know an effect you know in the season. I don't know, man. I I, I it's really hard to read United. It, to be honest, I, I, it's really hard for me to read United at the moment. And I can't really tell. They, they could be really good. I, I, I think there's potential for them to be really good. They, they could do something like Arsenal did last season. I, I I think they can do that. But at the same time, you know, they love improving elements there. Even Mount, like Mount in this new role, this, you know, advanced age role, like what are we expecting from him? You know, there's still a lot of question marks there. Anthony, is he, is he going to be the same, you know, player that is not, that doesn't really produce, you know, that doesn't really have any end product to his game? These are a lot of questions I have about United. I really don't know. I, at the moment, I still have them. There. What would you say is a good season for United then, next season? Like, what would you accept as a good season? I think a good season is for us to challenge at some point. I, I, we might not be there towards the end, but I expect us to have challenged that some, you know, maybe by February, we should be around there, you know, closer than we were last season, you know, but do I expect us to be there at the end of season matching, you know, someone like City, 90 points, 89 points. Ugh, I think that's really hard to ask for, from United at the moment, but uh, I'm actually looking at the Champions League for United because I think Ten Hag is a competition manager. He knows how to just, you know, win comp you know do well in competition I, I, I don't just know I, I just feel that's something we should look at the Champions League I'm, I'm, I'm look if, if United makes the semi-final Champions League I'm telling you I will not be surprised because I think Ten Hag just knows how to win those type of games that's one thing about that's why I don't see us going below third also in the league because push come to shove I know Ten Hag can buckle down and just get wins like if you look at how United performed last season the team struggled to score goals and we found our way to third position. I think we had less goals than the, the team that finished sixth. If, mm-hmm. if, I Fact. think, right, we did. Fact. So, yeah. So, I don't know how he managed to find himself. If you look at the top four, everybody had like, you know, 80 goals, 70 goals. We just United there with like 50 goals and we finished third. So, he knows how to get wins. But is will it be enough to match City? Would it be enough to match Arsenal if they actually you know, maintain the same level that they did last season. You don't, think, you don't think this summer transfer window has done enough to get closer to those teams? I, I think it could have, but like I said, these are a couple of unknowns, man. Like, if you sign me Haaland, I know what I'm getting. 50 okay, goals, everything, 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 has, everything is an unknown. Like, we don't know... No, Haaland is not an unknown. Haaland is not I'm an not, unknown. I'm not even, let's not talk about City. Like, the way we said Arsenal have improved their squad, like... We don't know what we're getting from Rice is not an unknown. Rice is not an unknown, but we don't we don't know what we're getting from Havertz. Like that's that's another bit. Oh, are we not counting him as a big signing? He's a big sign, but Havertz is one of those signings that is to improve the squad, not necessarily the starting eleven. I'm looking at the starting eleven, which is what matters most to me. Is your start your strongest lineup? You know, Kai Havertz will come in here and there. He will play the advanced aids. He will play the number nine role a couple times. He could play out wide for them. But push come to shove. Is he going to start for us now? 
That's fair. That's fair. Exactly. But for United, Mount is going to start. Like, we all had our opinions about Mount before he moved to United. So I'm not just going to toss that out the window just because now he has, like, you know, the blessing of my manager. I still need him to prove it to me that he can actually perform at the highest level consistently. Hoyland at the end of the day. I'll ask you this. So, United, I just still think United are the third best team in the league going into the season, though. Yes. I still feel we are the third best team going into the, going into the, um, next season. So, I want to touch the team that finished fourth last season, Newcastle, because I think... Um, personally, I think that was a very big achievement for them getting into Champions League. But I think also the fact that Liverpool and Chelsea also had poor seasons and then Spurs dropped off towards the end because of Conte. I think that for me, that kind of played a part into why they finished fourth. But Newcastle have signed Tonali, Javi Barnes, I believe. And guys, I'll pose this one to you. Uh, Livermento? Yeah, oh, Livermento as well. But, I mean, that's more of a depth option. But, yeah. Well, Shout out to Chelsea boy. Coban, Coban graduate. Shout out. Shout out. But, guys, yeah. <laughs> I'll pose this one to you. <laughs> I'll pose this one to you guys. So, do you think, first of all, those two signings that are going into their straight into their lineup, Tonali and Barnes, well, at least I think they're going to their lineup. Do you think those signings have improved Newcastle 1? 2, Newcastle in Champions League. So, same thing with Arsenal. Like, how do you think they handle that, I guess, that new added factor to what they, compared to what they had last season? But, like, tell me what you expect for Newcastle this season. Uh, I expect them to be in the what top eight. Um, so this guy just saying top eight. Yeah, no, I'm being. When do you start Newcastle finishing? Like you guys aren't letting me <laughs> land. Like personally, I believe the teams that aren't playing in Europe are suited to like to their best to have good seasons. Like True. I don't think Newcastle was that much better than. And they were they were better than Tottenham last year. Don't get me wrong, but Tottenham keep Kane, like especially under this new manager that see that looks like he knows what he's doing, and Facts. those guys are playing once a week. I I have to put Tottenham over them. I have to put if if Klopp gets his DM, and Liverpool are defending well, I have to put Liverpool over them. And maybe the only team is Chelsea, but I feel like we Chelsea are moving now. They will sign and they're only playing once a week. I have to put them over. So, like, that traditional top six, like, I have them over Newcastle, for sure. Brighton is playing in Europe, too, so we'll see how they rotate. They're losing Caicedo. That's why I said top eight. Those are, like, the, the top eight team in, team in the league, essentially. I feel like Newcastle, we're already starting. Newcastle's best left-back is Dan Byrne. Newcastle's third-best centre-back is Dan Byrne. Like they've signed Javi Barnes to replace say Maxima, that's fine. They've added quality in that midfield with Tonali. Like up front midfield, they've you could say they've improved, but they, the they don't sign, I think, more defenders. Like if something happens to Botman, Newcastle starting Nadal's target, targets burn and Fabian Shah. Like it's uh, uh, La, you get Lascelles. Lascelles should be playing in the championship. So it's like, this is, I wouldn't put them... They're going to be playing in the Champions League. Unless maybe they get knocked out and maybe they don't qualify for Europa. Okay, that's out of the way. Then maybe, but like, provided they're in champs, maybe they make it to knockout. But Newcastle's back line plays for Chelsea. 
There are two right backs, not Trippier, not Livermore, left Chelsea, not Botman. Because I, like, I, I, I would, I would have, I would have Trippier over Malo. over James, over James, over, over Gusto. I wouldn't. I, I won't have more Rhys James. I say, I say this, and like they had one of the best defensive records in the league last year, probably the best, joined with uh, City, and yeah, it's just, it's just playing Champions League. Is like teams don't usually balance. Play. I'm telling you, teams don't yeah, usually balance I mean, in in, in Conference League good. or Europa, talk less of yeah. Champions League. So I think it, it'll the, affect the, them. Yeah, that's, a, that's team, a good point. I'll say, I'll say that's a that's definitely a big factor. And I mean, I, I I agree with most of the things you said. So from what I'm getting, you have Newcastle. At least from what you're seeing going into the season, you have Newcastle as seventh. Dapo, do you think that loses? So let's say Newcastle are struggling during the season. Do you think they continue with Eddie Howe? Or do you think that they're ambitious and they'll sack him and they'll get someone? Like how do, what do you think happens to Eddie Howe if depends. Um, I think it depends on what you mean by struggling. Like if, if the if season starts tomorrow in February and Newcastle are like comfortably eight, like they're comfortable there, they're out of champs, they're in Europa League, but they're not even sure they're gonna go through and someone like Naguzman becomes available. Or someone like a good manager, they'll probably fire their current guy. I don't think that guy has done enough for us to be like, oh, they can't fire him. Like, it, they can definitely move on forward. If they're comfortable, it's when the season starts, they are out of champs, their season is looking just need, they'll definitely fire him. And I tell you, if someone comes available that is good enough, they'll, I see them definitely letting him go. I don't even like him, anyways. <laughs> 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 So it's safe, I mean, it's safe to say Newcastle were, I think, biggest surprise last season. I don't think anyone necessarily expected them. People expected them to do that well, but not that well. Is there any team, and I'll pose this one to you, Divine, is there any team you're expecting to give us like a surprise season? Not necessarily on Newcastle's level, but like definitely take a big jump or a big leap. Is there any team you have your eyes on? Um, Initially, it was Villa, but... Villa are playing Europa, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Like this point, like Gossi's point about the Champions League is, is the same point I had with the, about Arsenal playing Champions League. It's, it's a major factor. Like I really rated Newcastle until I just listened to what Goss said now. And it's, I, I, I don't know why I always forget they're they actually in Champions League. <laughs> and they have a way worse team than Arsenal. He's right. Like Dan Byrne in your defense, you're joking, bro. You're not yeah, being serious. kind of games that all these all these guys like all these Doku Kolomani, they show like they are red like As, catch bro, like I feel like if Doku should catch Dan Burn, it's toast, bro. To barbecued toast. Like, but I like Dan Burn, but for Champions League and the Premier League, I, I, I don't know. Newcastle are very shrewd in how they operate. So I, I feel they're still going to do something. I don't think they are they are that, you know, I don't even know passive that they feel they, they can compete with that defense next season, especially considering they'll be playing Champions League. So they might make another move this summer. You know, all these names, all this Tasuba, Todibo, whichever one man you goes for, the one left that Newcastle could easily pick the person up. And that will gravely improve their defense. But as it stands now, I, I have to agree with Gus. They might find it very difficult to make it back into the top four. Divan, what's your top four right now? Actually, Divan and Gus, what's your top five? Because five go to Champions League next season. And it can even be six. I, I, I think I, I think initially before this, my top four was 
um, City, United, Arsenal. And for a weird reason, I put Newcastle because we've not spoken on Liverpool, so I'll save it till we get there. But I put Newcastle ahead of Liverpool. But now I might have to... Because another thing I love what sports are doing, God is right, like Postecoglou looks like he knows what he's doing. And if they should by mistake keep Kane, we only won. But Kane having a weak rest, nah, problem then. Like, it'll just be two goals, two assists every week. Guys, what's your top four? I was going to say, I have Arsenal winning the league as the squads stand. As all the squads are right now, I have Arsenal winning the league. Um, that is easy interchangeable with City if we sign another midfielder or whatnot. Um, so Arsenal, City, top two for sure for me. United definitely third. Fourth, I have to say, I have to say Chelsea right now because I just feel like they'll sign those. Those guys are crazy. Like Todd Boy, I feel like you can. The guy is just nuts. Like you can go and sign a whole eleven on transfer deadline day. Um, and fifth, I have, I have Tottenham right now. I so you don't I, have you don't have Liverpool in your top five. I had Liverpool high before. Like I thought, quite honestly, I thought they were fine with Fabinho. They've gone worse now. Like and I yep. don't know those guys are those guys move like brookies. So like if we if we get to September first and they haven't signed someone who can properly cover for just they, they were leaking in goals this preseason. It was it, it yeah, was, a it was joke. ridiculous. That's that's what you get when you play Curtis Jones number six. No? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So it's like I don't know I don't know what our plan is and it's looking like they've had it's been. Uh, Lavia or Bust. And I don't even think Lavia is even the best profile to play there. Exactly. Because of Pep, everyone is doing this whole inverting thing. So you're going to... I mean, they're going to invert Trent next to Lavia. So. But that's... No, yeah, but Pep's still, Pep's still, still, Pep's still Pep's invest with Roger. Yeah, like Pep's Pep is inverting with... That back five when we set up like that, all of them are over six, six foot tall. Yeah. Like they're, they're, very, they're very physically imposing. Bro, they're all centre-backs because even for Spain, Rodri plays CB. Rodri is like, yeah, no, he plays CB for, at least in the World Cup. I don't know what, what they've done. No, he, yeah, he, he plays CB in the World Cup. And that's what this, like, Arsenal is going to set up on their back line. I'm going to have Rice, Saliba, Gabriel, Timba, and White. Like, huh? Yeah, so like that, especially in cup competitions, that is, it helps a lot. But like, it's different Yo, when you're Tim, doing Tim. it with, you're different when you're doing it with Trent and Lavia. It's not the same. <laughs> it's yeah, not so the same. What I'm, yeah. what, I'm getting from, what I'm getting from all of you is that Liverpool is not having a good season. Yeah, well, well, well we've as, also, as, we've as, also as, bad that stocks. Since, since, since we're on topic of Liverpool, I think I'm, I'll let you guys drop your wild takes. <laughs> it's not wild. I'll start, I'll, start with, I'll start with mine because no, because I think I think this this is a wild take because this is everything I'm hearing from you guys from Liverpool is definitely not what I'm seeing online. So I think this one that you guys have said about Liverpool is definitely a wild take. So <laughs> that's why this is that's why this is lengthy game. We're going to teach them. No, I, I don't even. It can I can get wild though. Like no, I can exactly. I can get wild. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> what I was going to what I was going to ask you guys was. 
What does that mean for Klopp? So, Dapo, what, what do you think that means for Klopp? Um, so, if they come, bro, I have Dapo coming fifth or fourth. I have them going to champs. I, I think it means that if that no, bad, no. bad, you know that, you know that run where they were losing games for fun and, you know, they lost to Wolves, they lost in the cup, you know, that there's a point where, like, there were rumors that they were going to get rid of Klopp. If it gets that bad, I think they will. If it's something where it's like, okay, it's clear that the only thing wrong with this team right now is the personnel in terms of DM, then maybe they wait to January and sign the DM with Klopp there in charge. But I don't know. It's very dicey. Like, it's easier to make predictions on September 1st. But if they sign a competent DM, I, I could have them as high as third or fourth. As yes, it is right me too. Now, as it is right now, I, I have Tottenham higher. It's between them and wow. Chelsea, quite frankly, because oh my God, Chelsea I'm to a... have Chelsea to have it's like well, that's a hot take need... right there. <laughs> this is no, Spurs with no, no. This is Spurs with or without him. This is Spurs with Kane, of course. Like Kane, uh, of yeah, course. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea to as well with losing Nkunku for months. It's like who's gonna play? Is Galaga or Chukwemeka? Like is so I'm not even I don't even have them that high, but I just know. That owners they can sign like they can sign three players on the last on the last day, and I can't say the same for Liverpool. So the closer we get to the end of the window, I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards Chelsea over Liverpool, and because I know they can sign like three ballers at the end. You can sign Vlahovic on deadline day. You know how they are. Whereas Tottenham, Son is not going to be as bad as it was last year. I feel like Harry Kane, everyone knows how good Harry Kane is. You sign a manager Kulusevsky? that isn't... Kulusevsky as well had a bad year. And yeah. you added another creator to... Look at Richarlison. No, no, no. Richarlison, Richarlison, people always laugh at Richarlison, but... <laughs> Under the right manager, I think Richarlison can be a that's, problem. That's for, lack, that's for lack of better options for Brazil. Like, in my yeah. opinion... Yeah. The guy's not bad. He's not bad. He's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was feeling bad for the guy when he was removing his shirt. Celebrate, celebrating <laughs> all the upside goals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not bad. But, like, when guys like Son and what's his name? Kane. Then you have Madison. So, have they ever had, like, a creator, like, that good and behind both of them? Bentenko will come back some points. Hopefully, fully fit and ready to go. You guys know how high I mean, I mean, and they're not they're not I mean, fucking around this season with the I'm getting from like, you guys is that we should buy Spurs stocks. Yes, I believe I believe, I believe yes. everyone definitely But I mean, yes. I'll put this out. Too. Everything everything these guys have said is if Harry Kane stays because yes, yeah, yes. Like, or, or if Kane leaves, man, all these guys, everything. Yeah, been it, been it, been. It might not, it might as well not even release this podcast if Kane goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, because it's not just like believing in in the new coach. It's, like, it's a mixture yeah. of it's a mixture of that and how good we know some of these guys. They already are. They fix up the defense. I don't want to see Eric die. Like if they they've gone, they they signed a Vander uh, whatever his name, Dutch or what? Yeah, defender. Be, and I'm still here. They might sign more. So yeah, they, I think they need more. It's yeah, but let's 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 leave it there with the let's leave it there with the big team. I want to touch some of the other teams in the league. So 
I know I asked this question earlier if there'll be any surprise from last season. I know Divine you start with Vera, but obviously there's the Europe factor. So Gus, is there any other team in the league you think that can make that jump based on the kind of summer transfer window they've had in terms of teams we haven't already mentioned? Um, I think I think Crystal Palace, even though they lose Zaha, nah. might be might be a better team. I don't nah. know how how much <laughs> how much of a jump. No, no, I'm serious. I don't know how much of a jump. Like to Misha, there's like Prem. There's the gap between some teams is ridiculous. After traditional top six, you throw in Brighton, you throw in Newcastle, you throw in Aston Villa, and Probably Brentford. Yeah, they don't have Ivan Tony, but you, this comes back at some points. Throwing Brentford as well. After that, the drop off is crazy. West Ham have lost Rice. Like the drop off is crazy. So I think if there's any team there that I would I would put to kind of maybe finish closer to Aston Villa, Brighton, whatever, then it'll probably be Newcastle. I don't believe in Wolves. I don't believe in West Ham. Bournemouth is, is a good shout too, but that's because of the, the players that you know they've signed and I I use on FM. But like I have to watch, I have to watch. Actually, I have to actually watch them play. You get they have some big tests like early on. So oh, that's fair. That's fair. It's, it's, it's Palace for me. I think AZ will take a step up. Like who knows? All this Olise talk, he might stay. I think that AZ take AZ is going to be massive season. Like yeah, like, I've been thinking what player in Prem. Obviously, besides Modric, do I think it's going to explode this season? Eze is the guy I'm picking. Like, Eze is going to have this ridiculous season. What, what, what's Crystal Palace midfield? They signed, they signed this guy, um, Jefferson Lerma. They signed Jefferson Lerma. So they have Lerma now with, um, with Dukure. Dukure. They just signed Baby Trent on loan from Chelsea, man. Exactly. They signed Lewis Hall. So it's like, it's, yeah, I definitely had the Crystal Palace angle. But guys, you mentioned West Ham, and this is one team I think is still interesting because again the window is still open and we're <laughs> this hearing interesting. The, we're hearing we're hearing the they're interested in Maguire. I pretty much agree they do with Maguire. They just for that sign for Prowse. We'll probably sign another midfielder. They could lose Paqueta. So you think that money they got from Rice and in terms of what they're trying to bring in, you don't think that's enough for us? No, just because they're playing in, they're playing in Europe again. Like, essentially, they're going to run next season. You know how they were playing in Europe last year and they struggled? This is even with the They almost relegated. Yeah, they almost got relegated. They're in Europe again? Yeah, they're in Europe. They're in Europe. Because they won the conference, like, true, true, true. Yeah. So, I don't know if, like, if they were just playing Prem, you know, they could actually get, like, a cheeky top 10 finish. Like, they have guys who can play Moises, Brexit, you know, you can sign your World Prowls, you have a company, you have Maguire set pieces. Like, you know, it sounds like an ideal Moise team, but I just don't know. I feel like the gap between, the gap between them, Brighton, Newcastle, Villa is, is a lot. And who they're linked with, it's like Moise is going back to his old, you know, they're not even trying for any, you know, Brazilian young stars or any, you know, just British players who can get the As job in, done. So I'll yeah. be, for them to do what Maguire has to have a big season. 
Chadbawa has to take a step up. Like they've lost Kamaka as well. It's like I'm right now, if the window closes today, I'm not convinced. Like they have to sign more players. So in terms of in terms of like because I think the next thing would then be like which teams actually fight for relegation. And this might be hard to like predict now, but like, are there are there any teams that you think going into the season they are just in very bad shape and you don't think there's any hope for them and you think probably they're facing relegation. Do you think there's any team you have in mind? Bro, I'm looking at the table now. Sheffield are definitely going back. Like, I'm looking at the same team back. Like, they're literally bringing the exact same team back. So, I have, I have those guys going down. And I want to pick, pick Burnley so bad because I know that company's going to come into this league and I think it can replicate something from last season. But I feel like at some point we get it right, so I won't pick them. So, I'll pick Sheffield, Luton, and then Wolves are not, it's not looking too good for Wolves right now. So I'll pick Sheffield. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Wolves are the worst team in Sheffield. Yeah, it's not, it's not looking good for Wolves. So yeah, Wolves, Burnley are going to really struggle. They might be a part of it for a while and then they'll make it up. But right now, we'll go for Wolves, Luton and Sheffield. Okay, Dapo, let's stay with you just to, just to close this out. What? Is what do you what's your hottest take going into the season? What's something you think everyone else is going to think is wild, but you definitely believe me? Well, I have a lot, so I'll keep it. I'll keep it like I think. I think for one, I'm going to try and go as like as like as mental as I can. For one, I'll say I think this season Mudrick is going to have a really good season. I don't know when he's going to pick up form. I think he's going to start slow. Um, but I think it's going to pick up at some point, maybe November, towards, towards, towards Christmas, and then end up having a really good season. Um, so that's... What take is Mikhail Mudrik? Mikhail Mudrik. So are, 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 are we talking PL player of the season? That level? No, not that level. We're talking more like a level of like... Like... Whatever Martinelli did last season, something... Not not, not quite. Not like he would go and score 15 goals. Not, yeah. Nothing that serious. But like... Man, that's I, think, man. Get, out, get, out, get out of here with that shit, man. That's, that's like, I'm like a, like, no, I'm still getting like a like an eleven a double goal double goal tally in the Premier League. That's what you expect from an eighteen-year-old signing. Like his season, his first season properly in Premier. Now like 12, 13 goals. Like that's not that's not like that's not beans. Guys, what's your hot take? Uh, my hot take is Taiwani is going to be a top five scorer in the league this season. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. My top, my, my hot take is if Alexander Ishak should manage to stay fit this season, he'll be considered as one of the best strikers in Prem. He'll be competing to like top five striker in Prem. He's already top five striker. That, that's how high I rate him. But I just feel like a lot of people actually, you know, rate him that highly. I, I think people are still like, doubting what he can do but I just feel if he can. to be honest we, we can't have hot takes because we are like the way we follow the game we don't do hot takes we are not uh, uh, United trade and boys we are not them like I, I ahead of the curve and, and, and that crew like my hot take for this season is that I think Chelsea are done for man I don't see any of this clear lake rubbish I don't I don't I don't see what the plan is I think they are just throwing a lot of a lot of mud on the wall, hoping something sticks. I don't see what the plan is. I don't think anything Chelsea is going to do works. Like I think, I think Poch has taken over something very difficult. So my hot take is that 
I think Chelsea are going to struggle again. I don't see them in top, top six. Sure, don't just say no. That don't be vague. Call it, I don't see them finishing. I don't see them finishing as much as Liverpool haven't bought a DM, and they probably will. I don't see them finishing above Liverpool. That doesn't finishing above Newcastle. So my hot take is that I think I think Chelsea end up eight. But yeah, that's hey. a hot take. That's, that's a hot take. take. I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. Wait, hold, hold on. Let me give one with the top team. I think, I think Arsenal can easily run away with the league. That's not a hot run team. away. Yeah, like run, run away with the league. That's why leave the trophy like weeks before um, the thirty-eight game week. <laughs> I know what run away with the league is. I'm just asking you. Do you know what you're saying? <laughs> no, let me let me give you one. You know, I've told you like if I'm going to do badly this. It's going to be because I have a drop up in performance. Saka, if Arsenal will do badly this season, Saka is going to take a step back from the last season. That's 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 a hot take. I'm saying like if Arsenal end up a single and they come third, it's because Saka has dropped off massively in performance. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're saying if Arsenal if Arsenal have like a drop off, it's because Saka. The funny yeah. thing is, we sh- we should have hotter takes than this, but we're just in our own heads, man. Like everything has been. Analyze to the. I was going to say, I know I don't know if it's a hot take, but Burnley will be comfortable this season in the Premier League. They will look like they belong, like they won't be involved in it. I, I think that's a hot take. That's a hot take. Um, I think maybe mid table. Like I think Burnley will be. They won't be involved in any relegation scrap. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Did you, did you see them making top? Uh, what, what, like 10 to 15th? Yes, that's what I mean. Like 10, anywhere between 10 to 15th. Like, I don't think they'll be involved in Like, I think they'll. I don't think, I don't think that's doing them because one thing for sure is I think they're. I don't I, like from what I've seen going into the season, I can see them having a better season than Wolves, for example. I can see them having a better season. Sheffield and Luton. So that's already three teams. So them avoiding relegation, I don't think is that far fetched. Like and ten to fifteen is literally the next thing. So I don't I don't know if that's like same Burnley ten to fifteen is tough for No, but that's what I said they will look they will look they will look like they'll be they'll that, look that's comfortable. Like, 10, comfortable, 11, 12. comfortable is is what I think comfortable is more nine I think, to twelve. No, I, I think comfortable is for a team that just nearly promoted. Because fifteen if they, if, if then fifteen Come 15th in Prem, you were probably fighting relegation. You're, you're probably fighting relegation, right? Fair yeah, enough. So that's why I said not, not 15, like 10, 10 to 14. Okay, okay, we'll stick to 10 to 14. Let me just, I don't think the Chelsea one is a hot take, um, if I'm being honest. Like, I get they're only playing one competition, but like, bro, their best centre back is injury prone. Their best right back is injury prone. Okay. Who is better than centre backs? Oh god, you guys are giving this guy ammo. Um player than Sandro and Varan at this point. Who? Okay, keep asking me. Kobe, by the time this season is done, there'll be no conversations to be added about who's better between Kobe and Lissandro Matthew. Now Varan's gonna be clearly Kobe. By the time this season is done, there will be no there'll be no convo to be had about it. Shit. Okay, we're taking as a hot take. It's not a hot take, bro. They're not this okay. No, never mind. No, 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 You don't have to defend it. It's noted. You said it, it's recorded, it's there for the people to hear. I think with that, no. we'll definitely we'll definitely close this. Divine, I know you're itching to get back at it, but I really want to I don't want I don't want this to turn into a debate. 
I want I wanted to, I wanted to leave it as Dapa said it. That's his hot take. Don't worry. It's there for the people. We're definitely going to come back to it during the season. But yeah, yours is not a hot take, Bolusha. Um, especially if they don't. If all the yeah. signs, Kaiseido and Adams or Lavia, or Lavia and Adams, it's not a hot take. It's not a hot take. It was not. Was not a hot take. I'm just fully it's expecting Chelsea to sign another creative player and 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 striker. The hot take was the Colwell better than all those guys. I'm not no, 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 I'm saying yours. Where it's like they finish. I think if they don't sign another striker or creative player, then they do finish. That's yeah, it. I'm because when I asked you guys at the beginning of this episode, you guys all had Chelsea in your top six. No, but you know, I, the caveat was that I know that boy will spend that money. I, I don't think I had Chelsea in my top six. You guys all had Chelsea in your top six. My no, I stopped at five. I, I I didn't go six. My five was um City, Arsenal, City, United, Arsenal, Newcastle, or or Liverpool. So that was my five. I was kind of agreeing with um, Goz because of the one competition this team, but I still have Spurs ahead of them at the moment because Spurs are in the same boat. So it's seventh, eight. I'm seeing for Chelsea. Okay. That's fine, but yeah, let's let's. I mean, let's let, let's 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 close it there. At the moment, they don't bring in like Casado and Vlahovic and all these top major signs. I think a Chelsea player. <laughs> but let's let's close it there. Thank you guys for again for listening to this episode. We hope we've definitely prevailed the Premier League well enough for you guys, and you enjoyed um, our little little banter here. Um, but Prem is back. Bor is back. We're excited. Um, but you guys, tell the people peace, safe, and then we're out of here. Safe. City won the trouble. Yo, if Kudus and Ekitike should come into the Premier League, y'all better watch out. Divine, just tell people safe. I'm just going to tell you. Say, 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 say. <laughs> but just keep your phone closed because from tomorrow to end of transfer, bomba, bomba. Chelsea are going to go crazy just watch, watch this space but yeah safe man 